Who were you before you lost your wild self? That's what we're helping you explore on the Tend Her Wild podcast. Through questions and tools around how best to listen to your inner voice, rewild ourselves, and live the most authentic life where we thrive instead of survive. I'm Betsy. And I'm Kate. And we're so glad you've joined us for this episode. Hello, Tender Wild listeners. We are so thrilled today to have a guest, a real treat. Today we have guest Deja Taylor. Deja is a young scientist and inventor. In 2019, at 15 years old, she created surgical sutures that change color, indicating whether a patient's wound is infected. She is now a sophomore at the University of Iowa. She's a huge advocate for racial equity. And Deja's scientific experiment eventually created medical device technology that is more easily affordable and accessible in low-income communities and developing countries. Deja has also spent a lot of time in the Black History Game Show as its president and often attended weekly school board and district meetings. She received the Glenn T. Seaborg Award, recognizing and encouraging research and education in nuclear chemistry and radiochemistry. And because of this amazing achievement at such an early age, Deja has appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show. These are just a few of the accolades for Miss Taylor, and we are so excited to learn even more today. So welcome, Deja. Welcome, Deja. Uh, I already have chills just hearing the bio. Uh, I'm I like, know. what? We get to hang with this? And remind us how woman. old you are right now. I'm 19. <laughs> 19 years old. Mm. Yeah. So just, much. Just ask, do you ever pinch yourself? I asked Deja this oh, yeah. when we were talking about all the stuff she's already done. I'm like, do you ever pinch yourself? Like, this is my life. I, I actually do that quite a bit. I want to reflect. And as like, I feel like it'll come up as we as we yeah. talk a little bit. But yeah, to be quite honest, I forget about some of the stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I think that's actually okay. You're in the moment. You're in the you present moment. Yeah. Right? It's Absolutely. It's so funny when people read my bio and they're like, and then she won this award and was on yeah. here. And I was like, I'm sure was, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> do that. I mean, there are way more than that, and we'll get into yeah. that. I know that you've been the winner of a national science um, competition, yeah. and um, so we'll get into that. Uh, this is just this is just touching. This is just a little preview, <laughs> just yeah. a little teaser for our guests. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I have the pleasure, often, of working alongside Deja because she works in my co-working space, and she's become a mentor to me. And maybe a little mm. bit me to her. I don't know Absolutely. if you'd say that, but Absolutely. but definitely have a great relationship. And I've so enjoyed like spending time with you and um, getting to know you on more of a personal level. Yeah. So I'm really excited for listeners to learn about you. Um, and you have some really big news that we'll share with listeners today. Um, but we always like to start off, Deja, with helping our guests share the story of their first 10 years. Yeah. Because we know, and I know you're only 19, but they really do shape us and kind of set the path often for our success. And you have found such success so early in life. So I'm really curious if you'd be willing to share with can us. I, I'm just, I have to point out that this yeah. is the first guess we've had that her first 10 years is longer 
than the rest oh of her life up until this point, right? So true. So more yes. of her life has been lived in those first 10 years. Yeah. That's true. So sorry, I had to interrupt. No. But I was, I was, no, there was a little awe insightful. moment. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, first 10 years, let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> Which I'm excited because it's something that I don't talk about often with... Um, Ellen didn't ask you about this? Ellen didn't ask me. <laughs> Ellen went off script when, when I was on her show. But um, yeah, first 10 years. So I was born in Chicago, Illinois, and um, to a single mother. Um, that's my homegirl. And, um, oh, and so... I mean, we, we lived in, in, in Beverly, Illinois, which is a, essentially a suburb of, of Chicago um, with great support system. And she had me when she was 18. So, um, which is very interesting. And as I said, I, like, I reflect often. I'm now 19. Right. I'm kind of like in this yeah. interesting space where, um, where I'm like, wow, like 18 years ago. had a one-year-old yeah. right and, and so, anyway, so we, we reflect on, on times like that, but... Um, yeah, my mom had me at 18. She wanted to finish college. So, um, we're just going to have a nice little full circle moment. So, um, as like, as early as I can remember, I was always like in a classroom of some sort. So because my mom did like community college when we lived in the Chicago area, uh, she would take me to, um, to the classrooms, office hours, whatever. And, um, I'd sit in the back of the classroom, like with some book of some sort and a turkey sandwich. And so, (laughs) um, so that's that's a part of that first ten years. Um, beyond that, we she wanted to kind of branch out, and and so we ended up moving to this very small town called Madison, Indiana, and that community college had similar to Kirkwood and University of Iowa. So um, those credits taken at that community college transferred to like University of Indiana. So uh, UI IU. IU, Indiana University. I always get that confused yeah. too, by the Go way. Go Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it was just like, I was eight at the time and we picked up from- It was just the, you and your mom? It was just my mom and I. And so we picked up from um, from Chicago with our entire support system there. My, my grandparents, um, aunts, uncles, uh, family, friends, and we moved to a place where we didn't know anybody. How brave. And, yeah, very brave. And while we were there, we learned that like, I think- that area had like just been removed from the hate map like maybe two or three years prior so it was like we were the only we were the only like not only we were one of very few black families in the um in the complex apartment complex we lived in and um really just like finding a way i mean my mom for a while she worked um about an hour from uh from our town madison and i went to school and i I had a nanny who would come and pick me up like after after school and we'd go do something um i think something that's very interesting that i also don't get to talk about is that um my mom was my mom was very like into education like you're you're gonna learn something and Mm -hmm. and so that's been instilled in me from the very beginning of of my life which is why i just love to learn so so much like i not even like in a typical classroom like i just love to learn curious and for a very long time, she instilled this um, this like after school practice of after school, I had to read for 30 minutes before bed 
And I wasn't allowed to watch TV during the week unless it was like Jeopardy, which is one of my favorite shows. Still is. <laughs> like that's why she chose it because like I love Jeopardy. So she was like, "You can watch Jeopardy. I won't stop you You're from learning." learning. Um, and the other show was like "Touched by an Angel," which I really loved because uh, Della Reese was like like the theme song was phenomenal. But uh, <laughs> wow! Um, but that was I don't know. That, that now that I reflect on that, that was the house rule. Oh man! And so I then I would those. go to bed and do it all over again. And um. And so when we talk about like first 10 years, I mean, I just think about all the stuff that my mom and I have just learned, um, learned together. So Mm -hmm. because she was so young, she was learning things relatively late in life um, because I mean, at the time, like she was a mother and um, and she was also a kid of sorts. And so um, so as she was learning things about business and life and everything, I was learning them with her, which is is which I attribute to why I'm so like mature, as people say, and wise. And I know a lot of things. And and Mm. so I I learned those lessons while my mom learned those lessons. And then I just built classroom back of the classroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just all sorts of things. And so um, I would say those are kind of like the top like the last 10 years, first 10 years. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I am so inspired by your mother. Oh, I just, yeah. I, I just yeah. have to oh, take yeah. a moment and really honor Absolutely. that. Like, Absolutely. I just want to, what's her yeah. name? Her name's LaDonna. LaDonna. We just yeah. want to make a big shout out to LaDonna for, I feel really teary right now in this moment, <laughs> sort of just raising you as a single parent and her not giving up on her dreams and following mm-hmm. her own educational path and yet also providing such a rich foundation for you to grow and learn. I just, I'm like... Ooh, I'm bowing at LaDonna's feet right now. <laughs> and I've met so. LaDonna. Seriously, yeah. You have. Wow. I have, and she's amazing. She is. She's a, she's a queen in her own right. She's mm-hmm. just um, she's just amazing. That's Like I said, that's my homegirl. She's my best mm. friend, but she's also my mother. She's like she's my business advisor. Like She's just my, she's my person. And, um, it's good to have one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. And she, she, I mean, she's just always been there and I, her. So like, it's just, it's, it's been a, it's been a great, when I what do you say like last first ten years? I mean, it's her. That's that's the us. Bond like, yeah. that's, it's like yeah. <laughs> because I mean, at, at yeah. the end of the day, like we were, we were all we you had. All had we each were, other. <laughs> you were you were the fam- you were each other's family, absolutely. Right? Yeah, that was so, the family unit. Yeah, like absolutely, like grandparents and everything were always there. Um, but we were there day to day, day yeah. in day out, and so yeah, just definitely holding space for her. So eventually, you landed here. Yes, in Iowa. Yes, yes, yes. How did that come about? So there was no opportunity in Madison, Indiana, mm. <laughs> to keep it um, completely honest. So I don't, um, excuse me, to, to keep it completely honest. Yeah, so we, love, we, we love honesty. Yeah, so we, um, we ended up moving here and um, I don't... How old were you? I was 12, yes. I came here in sixth grade. Okay. So yeah, around 11, 12-ish and I've always been like the youngest in my grade, so I kind of I kind of forget the yeah, age range. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I came here in sixth grade, and I've I've been here ever since. Was that transition a challenging one to transition yes. into Iowa City and yes. at sort of that cusp of the time where you're going into the adolescent period, which is always a hard one anyway? Absolutely, and it there were a couple there were quite a few factors that that went into. Um, that like vulnerability of moving the the mm. first one being that in Indiana the um <laughs> the junior high grade was sixth grade and so I would have been going into junior high had I stayed there um but then I had to go back to elementary to grade school, school yeah. here <laughs> and they do. Sixth grade. so yeah. exactly so 
that was that was something that I quickly got over. But yeah, other, other than that, I mean, we lived in Hills, so I went to Hills Elementary, very very small town, and I thought like Madison was small, like Madison was large compared, compared to Hills, yeah. Iowa. <laughs> so um, like navigating that, even when because we stayed there through junior high and everything me going through junior high so um i I never like connected with anyone because it wasn't like i could just like go to your house after school my mom didn't play that so as and her being um her being a single parent who works to provide for our household um she couldn't always like just pick me up from school take me off somewhere yeah drop me off to someone's house and then come back pick me up take me home so um so that's that's that also kind of plays into that vulnerability aspect as well absolutely yeah but it was that, if I have this correctly, in the bio, it was at 13 that you got this idea? 15. 15. 15. Okay. Yeah, I was 15 when I started. Um, Can you, you gotta tell yeah, us? Yeah, you got to tell us yeah. where that was idea and that. I was, yeah, no, I think I was 15. Yeah, your bio says 15. Yeah, junior, junior in high school. Uh, <laughs> so back to this, like, I love to learn thing. Yeah, it's a theme <laughs> yeah. for you. It's a theme, and it's something that it's I've pinpointed for, my, for myself. Um, yeah, so I had this idea that, like, maybe I wanted to go into medicine. Maybe I wanted to go into law. Um, by the time my sophomore year, Christmas during my sophomore year, um, I asked for a suture kit because I was just a huge Grey's Anatomy fan. Mm. And so I knew that they existed. And so I was like, oh, if I want to go, I had this idea. If I wanted to go to med school, I should learn the basics now. <laughs> crazy let me learn so, how to suture, how to before, suture. before i even get to medical yeah, school seriously and so, you're a slightly driven person aren't you Deja? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's so that's what i got so for you Christmas got it. that year oh, and it was good to you that's it was very good and so I, I learned how to suture i think i still have that suture pad by the way Amazing. that's like <laughs> that's a whole thing now that i look back, back on it it was terrible suturing technique but like um that was like the foundation i would say of my project in a sense so um then flash forward to to junior year i'm like I'm like, oh, I'm taking this really cool like AP Gov class, which I loved. Oh my gosh, that's what inspired me to go into like poli sci. But then I was like, uh-uh. Um, so I was I doubled up on science courses as well. So I was taking AP Government on this side, and then I was taking um, Chemistry Honors and AP Bio. And, oh man, that was a terrible decision. So um, <laughs> it was a terrible decision. I am. I am adult enough to admit that. And so, um, so chemistry honors was like the best class that I had ever taken throughout my high school career. And the teacher was phenomenal. So um, she came into class one day and she was like, hey, like I'm the correspondent for our science fair um, locally. And um, if you want to do it, like, let me know now. And <laughs> if not, like, you can let me know throughout the week. But you definitely want to get a jump on it because um, you kind of do research for it was, this was like September-ish. Um, essentially, you do research all up until February or March, and then Present. you start to compete in the spring. So, and a spark went off in you. I can yeah, see it in your yeah, eyes. Yeah, seriously. Um, my mom always told me, like, you can do anything you put your mind to. And I think that was just, like, playing in the back of my head. So I raised my hand. I had no previous science fair experience, no research experience, no, mm-hmm. no nothing, which played to my benefit, I learned. So... Um, then I was, she like took me out in the hallway uh, later that week, and she was like, um, 
It's like, do you know what you want to do? And I was like, no. <laughs> but I watched Grey's Anatomy and I, I kind of, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like I kind of want to do something in the medical field. So um, if we could kind of brainstorm around that. And she was like, okay, you do some reading and like, just figure out what's going on in science as of today. And wow. um, let me know what you come back with basically. <laughs> so I did just that. I, um, I, I left that classroom and I started reading after school and whatnot. I saw this article where, uh, where these researchers, they were creating um, stitches that had some like electro transmitter stuff and mm. stuff that I can't explain to you. And, um, and I was like, Oh man, like that's really inequitable. Um, I had done a lot of equity work up until that point And I'd spoke at Harvard the previous year about some equity work we were doing at West high. And I was like, huh, it's like my equity, like, flash yeah. thing was going off and it's like huh this is very interesting um what if i made stitches that change color wouldn't that be cool wow sure would apparently but, okay <laughs> but connect it to me to the equity piece so essentially like these the the technology that the first researchers were using i mean they it would be really expensive to produce gotcha. sutures uh of, the, of that of that magnitude. So you'd have to have really good insurance to be able to receive yeah, this kind of exactly. hair. So, I was, so your all equity of that, brain was like, wait, wait, wait. This won't work for everyone. Exactly. Mm. And so then um, I took that and I was like, I went back to class, whatever day this was, and I was like, I would like to make sutures that change color. I don't know how, but <laughs> that's going to happen. And she was like, well, okay then. <laughs> so yeah, what, what was your teacher like? Was she like, wow, that's an amazing idea or just kind of like, she was like, that's an amazing idea. Um, I don't know how we're going to do that, <laughs> but like, that's, that's really cool. Deja. This and yeah. yeah. So, um, so she, she's been a phenomenal mentor, especially during that first part of, um, of that research journey, that first leg, I call it. Um, and so, yeah, I set out to make sutures that change color. And, um, by the end of my senior year, I had applied for a patent and everything and like my, my life just changed like after after i after i raised my hand that day like my entire the, the entire like trajectory the of my life journey changed. right it like you, you stepped in Absolutely. you got the call the yeah. idea came through and what i love is that i do think there are these brilliant ideas out there and they do strike like they didn't strike the person with the md phd who's yeah. been studying this they struck you, you right and you were open to it and you heard the call and you followed through on it and you did yeah. the research and yeah. it's so inspiring to yeah. all of us yeah. to see that, yeah. right? It, yeah. We all have such greatness in us. Yes, absolutely. And, and as I said earlier, like the fact that I didn't have any previous experience played to my benefit because I didn't know the limitations in research. I didn't know ah, the limitations yeah. in... You're wide in, open. Yeah, in innovation and whatnot. So, um, so I just did what I thought was necessary. And well, can it you tell it. the listeners too, it's... You discovered that beet juice yeah. was the key. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So that was like, <laughs> that was interesting in and of itself. I went to my teacher again and I was like, okay, well, I don't really know where to start. So it was like, okay, we'll find background knowledge. So I went to the databases and EBSCOhost and whatnot. And so found out infections are very prominent in low and middle income countries. I was like, okay, this is my focus. Mm. And... It was like, okay, specifically surgical site infections. So I learned all about surgical. I could tell you to and fro about surgical site infections. But um, 
going beyond that i was like okay well what about wound care and um like what's like just tell me about wounds and i came across that like wounds have a higher ph when they're infected and so um then i was like okay well, pH, that's kind of something I know. And yeah, that's <laughs> chemistry, right? Right, that's yeah. definitely chemistry. And the, the cool thing about it is we didn't get to that lesson until, like, after... You don't after, like, you mid, yeah, after I discovered it and, and, like, was in mid-competition season. And um, nonetheless, I was like, okay, well, pH. And I was like, look, I found all this information. I think, I, I don't know why, but it touched me. I was like, pH, this is interesting. And so she's like, have you ever looked at a natural indicators? And I was like, what is that? And so back to the Google and um, Googled all these things, found out pH. There are different types of, uh, different types of things that can have different, like all things have a pH of some sure. sort. So, um, so yeah, so I just Googled a bunch of things. I was like, okay, well, what? what changes color at this pH point that I need? And so oh, I just wow. like, I just like research that I researched that. And I was like, okay, beats. That was the first thing I found. No and, way. um, and so I ran with that and that was my science fair project. So I started. Okay. So, cause I'm, yeah. I'm still trying to catch up here. Okay. Yeah. Do so, you, do so the, the stitches are stained with beet juice. And then if they're in someone and that wound is infected, then it changes color to what? It's Am like I a, right? Yes. A, okay. Yes. Uh, dark purple. Dark, dark purple. purple. Yeah. So these all are like right. all like really cool things to just experience. Like I was down for the learning experience. I was like, this is pretty mm. cool to create something. And I'd always been like a hands-on person, always like a crafty type person. So um, you asked for a suture kit for Christmas. That's, Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love I'm a this. nerd. That's for sure. <laughs> I love it. You're a proud nerd though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, oh, that was that experience. So that was it. So then you took it to these competitions and people, yeah, where yeah, people like, yeah. Talk about competition. Yeah. So this All is right. science fair competition, yes. like high school yes. science fair competitions. So my first competition uh, was called the Junior Science and Humanities Symposium. It was actually held at the IMU. Um, to enter into that, pro- I would tell you like the whole application process as well, because I think just on an equity standpoint, I think part of it is a barrier, but like we don't have to really get into that. No, but I like think it's I think it is important. So uh, for my very first competition. Um, JSHS for short, I submitted a paper uh, outlining my research methods, um, all of all of that, and wound up being like 20 pages. And so I submitted it to them. They review your application. You either get uh, admitted to do a presentation thing, like in front of everybody, or you do the poster competition. Yeah. So I... They thought it was cool, so I uh, I got to do a presentation in front of everybody, and there was like, I want to say like ten people that got to do it. I don't know, ten, fifteen, blanking on the number, but I went relatively last. Like I was, <laughs> I was on the second day, and mind you, the other people in this competition had been doing this for years. I as You're I was like going, yeah, as I was going through the process, I learned that you could start these science competitions as a sixth grader. And I was doing this as a junior. So I was like very, very new. It was a very new space for me. And so other people are like, oh, yeah, that's the girl that won first place last year. And she had come back to compete again on the same project. And um, 
and then there were just other people that were like, oh, I remember listening to their presentation. They did it like two so years ago. You're having ago. some sweaty palms. At a this little, point, a little like, bit. Okay. A little bit. But I've, I've, I was a theater kid. That was also part of my like first 10 years. I love like, theater kids. I was, yeah, I was a FYI. theater kid. I can do this. Absolutely. So while I was in Madison, like I did a whole bunch of theater and I, I, don't know, I just stopped when I got to Iowa. So, um, so yeah, so that kind of played into like my ability to be a sufficient public speaker. So yes. like I wasn't like terribly like worried because some of some science presentations are just boring. Like <laughs> I gotta like, add a little theater you, in it you to gotta, make it more interesting. You just gotta add a little bit of personality. And yes. so that's something about a scientist. Like I'm sorry to break it to you. Some people just don't have personality. <laughs> so um, so I knew I Agreed. was absolutely yes. so I knew I was bringing something that wasn't really showcased at this competition. So mm. like I said, I went relatively last and Man, I got up there and I wowed those people. I was like, oh my gosh, it was fantastic. Um, I would I would never forget this. This was in the ballroom in the IMU. So like, it's like right there. I go to this yeah. campus. It's, it's like, this is kind of where it all started. Oh. So um, I was also the only black person in the room and the only black wow. person in the competition. There were like some people of color, but I was the only black person. And I told that to my mentor. I looked around and I was like, it's just me. And yeah. she she noted that she, she was like, she was like, yeah. I, yeah, like there's nothing you can really say beyond yeah. that. So, um, so yeah, they I presented. I felt like I did great. They had some some questions that I could and could not answer, which is how the whole thing goes. They came back like the following day. I think that yeah, they present. It's like a three day, two day thing. So, um, come back the following day and they release it. They, they, my name was not called fifth, fourth third or second so i was like mm. well this is it <laughs> and oh um, then they said deja taylor wow. across the big across the screen ah, first place yeah. and um i was like wow that's crazy and um it was phenomenal so that i so from that competition i went to a national competition and you won that too i wish uh, i didn't even place at nationals actually and uh, this was, that was my only in-person science fair experience because then it was because then it was covid, COVID. So, oh, yeah, sure. yeah. So that was like an interesting year in and of itself. So that was the first one. There's like three or four other ones. You want to you get into it? Well, the national one, was that yeah. kind of the pinnacle? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Just tell me which ones you won. Okay, so I like, won. I so I won regional, the Eastern Iowa Science Fair. I won that. That one's like different. It's like that was like first place, second place. It's like within your category yeah. Then, yeah. So, yeah, won a couple categories of that one, and then I went to state and won second place. Okay. Then both of those competitions qualified me for the International Science and Engineering Fair. Yeah. It's called ICEF. Uh, I think they still have a documentary about it on Disney Plus. Uh, Are you in that? No. Oh. Uh, that was like three Where or was four it? years. Where was it? That one was in like Anaheim, California. International, I think. Okay. Yeah, international. So yeah. they, I think they typically do it within the U.S. Though. Okay. Um, but because it was COVID, we didn't go anywhere, and they weren't. Um, they didn't. They didn't have enough time to plan like a virtual yeah. fair. So it was just like a website that you went to and like just looked at a bunch of videos and resources and whatnot. So that was pretty sad. But I did land as like a finalist for it. So mm. I, mm. I counted and I'm like I write it off. So That's right. um so then the big one, right? Whew, the big one. The like, Regeneron <laughs> The Regeneron Science Talent Search. So that is an exclusive like high school senior competition. Okay. And 
the competition for that opens or excuse me the application for that opens in august ends november something i finished my application the night before it was due and high school students do it was absolutely it was it was basically like a college application i mean you had to have like two or three uh letters of recommendation you had to answer um so many like short answer questions and um all sorts of other stuff and of course like explain your project and all that um then they like they kind of like review all of that and you're kind of left in the dark until they pop out with the top 300 scholars they say so the top 300 people that year we had like 2500 applicants wow so yeah go up to 300 scholars in january somewhere around there and then like a month later they're like okay we reviewed even more and (laughs) we're gonna narrow it down to top 40 so i got all the way to the top 40 position top 40 then also virtually compete against each other to win essentially like top 10 but at the top 40 i mean you still win somebody you get the honor and the glory or whatever yeah and um and so yeah so then as you mentioned the glenn t seaborg award that was a part of this competition so that's like an additional award you can win uh which if you follow me on instagram um this is how i got that name so um the glitch What's your Instagram name? It's called The Head Nerd, and let me tell you why. <laughs> so, um, so the Glenn T. Seaborg Award, yeah, it's like totally it gets named after the guy because he did some really cool stuff in like radio chemistry and whatnot. But you win the award by being essentially the class speaker, and mm. your class, the other thirty nine applicants, have to vote for you. And I got uh. nominated. I didn't even nominate myself. This was crazy times. So because. <laughs> Because I got some notoriety with like the Gazette and um, uh, what Press Citizen and uh, a couple other things at the time, this uh, this television show called uh, CBS Mission Unstoppable, hosted by like Miranda Cosgrove or whatever. She like the producer reached out to me. They were like, "Hey, we want you on the show for this like nice little segment." So I did that virtually as well, okay. which was smack dab in the middle of competition week for STS. So I did four hours of no, 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 no. I did a lot of hours of filming that day for that show and it was like all virtual and everything no breaks just like bam 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 and um i get this message like in the middle of the day that's like hey you've been nominated for class speaker uh can you submit your video and um and like we'll vote tonight and i was like um i didn't i don't know what you're talking about i (laughs) i didn't nominate myself i don't know who nominated me but you had lots you went, of good video coverage from I, that yeah, day. Yeah, did seriously, you not? seriously. So, um, so after I was done, like I was so tired, I didn't even feel like recording the video in any sort of proper setting. I was like, I didn't think I was going to be nominated for this. So I filmed the video in my car. And I was like, um, I don't know who nominated me, but um, thanks. Um, I could totally be a class speaker. Yada yada yada. And like, if that didn't convince you, like I spoke at Harvard last year, so like you know, I got it in the bag. And so <laughs> um, then the next day, I was like, was class it. speaker. And so that's oh the God. Glenn wow. T. Seaborg Award. Nice little mm. like like crystal type thing added to the award collection it's so great yeah so the head nerd is what i was called because i was the head nerd of the class okay so (laughs) so you go through all these competitions but then like what i well i'm so impressed by everything you're talking about but then you take it next and get your patent right like who's helping you with this i'm uh, right i'm so blown away 
and then a company picks up the patent and now they're producing like just take us on this journey yeah not not quite yet um still on the journey <laughs> because take of a pat- long time. it's a very tedious process mm. but uh yeah so i mean i, I kind of googled a lot of stuff spoke to a lot of people a lot of people started reaching out to me because i mean there's there was just a real just it was a real media world yeah, of my yeah. senior year yeah. uh, including ellen yes the uh, ellen show so tell us yeah. ellen find you? call you up they called me up like ellen show the dr oz show you uh, were dr oz too? I was, yeah I, not in person that was wow. virtual but uh all was of that ellen so fun Ellen was really fun. I met Barbara from Shark Tank. My whole family are like, we're really big Shark Tank fans. And so, so the show had producing teams, essentially. So one team would bring in like one artist for a show and the other team would like bring in a different artist for a different show. And they would, they would shoot two shows in one day. And so that's, that's how I ended up meeting Barbara. She was on the first oh, shoot. She was on the first show. You're clearly more excited about Barbara than Ellen. Oh, right. Yeah. So Ellen was cool too, right? Well, the thing is, because I didn't get much interaction with Ellen. I'll get to uh, it. The whole experience. So they flew out like my I mom, my granddad, and I, and we just Aww. had a phenomenal experience. And um, I think Burbank is, is where we were, I believe. Yeah. Don't quote me sounds on that. Sounds right. So it sounds right. Mm. Warner Bros. Studio. And... Oh uh, yeah, it was just a great experience. I mean, we were in the dressing room. I got my hair picked by uh, <laughs> picked by one of the uh, the, the, the makeup people. Yeah, makeup. yeah. And so, like, that was a cool experience because the the room similar to this, but it had like all of Ellen's like Halloween costumes and stuff. Like, you saw the Carla Kardashian oh, uh, mm. like costume thing. It was just it was so cool. Uh, then I went back to the dressing room and I was I heard this voice, and so I was like, "That's Barbara from Shark Tank." Like, mom, like that's Barbara from Shark Tank. And so I spoke to my producing team. They organized that, and then right afterward, I tried to introduce myself. She was like, "Oh, I already know who you are." I was like, "What?" <laughs> so. Oh, oh, so yeah, there was that. Ah. Then I like, I was like, move. They were like, we have to get you mics because you're on in like three minutes. <laughs> so I walked out a week prior. I had just gotten Invisalign trays. And so the, the orthodontist was like, oh uh, yeah, they might give you a slight lisp for the first like two weeks. And I forgot that I still had them in because I was very oh, no. diligent in wearing them. So, um, <laughs> so then I was like walking up story. to the stage and... And I was like, you know what? Forget that. And so like, you pull your I pull them out, out. and <laughs> I hand them to my mom, who was backstage. She's a real trooper. I think they got her a paper towel eventually, but like, uh, uh, moms or yeah. moms are happy yeah. to yes. hold on to Invisalign. Yes. yes. So uh, yeah, then I got on the show. It was surreal. Like yeah. I was, you were there cool as a cucumber. Too. That's what a lot of people a link said. In our show we will. notes for we this, will so include people the link. Because hey, I want to watch. You really this. were. It yeah. was like I was like. Because I, I, we hadn't met yeah, yet. Yeah. We met right after that, right. though. But I, I was like, look at this girl. Like, <laughs> she looks like she's been on TV her whole life. Yeah. I mean, you were 16, essentially. I was 17, 17? at the time. Yeah. And. Oh my gosh, it was just so crazy. So um, we, like, ended, we went to break, which was like a minute of our time, like four minutes for you guys with commercials. Yeah. <laughs> but. I once somebody had come up, they were like, "Oh, take a drink of water." And so I was like, I just commented on the mug that I was drinking out of. I was like, "Oh, this is a super cool mug." And Ellen was like, "Get the girl a mug." So I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." So, um, so then I'll I'll get to like the the. <laughs> 
I'll get to why that's important. So, um, so yeah, then I like got to dance with Twitch um, during the break. I got to be Andy, the producer that she kept scaring throughout yeah. like, his entire career there. And then we finished out the show. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the trophy, Deja's. Uh, oh wait, the science fair for people named Deja um, <laughs> inventing extraordinary things or something like that. It was wow. it was so cool. They brought out a trophy. Um, got some money from that too. Money. Um, yeah. That was, yeah, it was just really cool. Mm. When they sent the trophy back, they put two mugs in there for my mom and I. Mm. And um, and so, yeah, I have one in my dorm. She has one at home. And, um, yeah, just super, super great experience. I rushed off the stage, actually, because I had an event with Iowa City Public Library. And a virtual event where we made uh, edible uh, uh, bacteria plates. And so... I didn't want to cancel that because um, because be I was Ellen. just here. And so, uh, so I ended up doing that anyway. And within the hour that it took me to do that entire event, Ellen had gone. And um, so, yeah, I didn't get much uh, didn't get experience with Ellen aside from being on the show. But, mm. yeah. So pretty and can, we, can I just comment? Yeah. You have always given back. I mean. Oh, man. I appreciate it. You, you sign up to inspire young girls all the time in science. <laughs> yeah. And it's phenomenal. it is because Thank that you. is the that's the model they need to see and yeah. hear from and relate to. And I just I want to honor that in you because at Thank a young you. age, you get it. You, you get that you need, you, you know, you take that responsibility really seriously. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that speaks so highly of can who I speak, you are. Yeah. Can I speak to why? Um, yeah. So, I was curious about that myself. Yeah. yeah so back to my mom and I, I mean, we, we've always discussed like how it takes a village to, to raise a kid. And I was so, so there's like this, there's the family that I have. Right. And then there's the family I've created and that family Mm. I've created is like with mentors within the community and everything. And, um, and so I'm so grateful for both of those, but I value their knowledge so much that like, I want to talk to them. I've, I've, never really like i've never really had like really great um conversations of substance with peers my age so like Mm -hmm. i always gravitated toward um, people who are older than me and um and so i just value their knowledge so much and i figured that because i'm now i've been thrusted into this position that it's essentially my job to give back why why should i deprive anyone uh, of the knowledge that I have that I've learned and gained over the past what three years now and so that's like it just it takes a village and so I want to be a part of someone's mm. village how like mm. people were a part of mine or people are a part of mine and beyond that as a student I just really loved when guest speakers would come in because I again I value them so much and I just uh, I really I just I loved when people talk about what they love, their passion, and they share it with people. And so, again, like I want to share that with other people because I wasn't I didn't think this was going to be me. I didn't I had no idea I was going to invent a medical device in high school and just ride the wave like I I had no idea. And so I want to give back and inspire other people and just be around young yeah, people. You're a yeah. woman in science and you're a woman of color in science. Yeah. And I imagine that's actually a pretty small percent. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, what I feel in you right now is um, the responsibility of it, yeah. that you feel really responsible. And and I don't sense it feels like a heaviness. It feels more like a, I want to give back, yes. but I, I just appreciate so much that you you see the 
the gift that you have, you see the opportunities that you've had, and you just automatically want to pass that on. And if more people could be like that, Deja, oh my gosh, our world would change. Absolutely. So I just, whew. Absolutely. And like a lot of my mentors are educators. So I've, I've spent, um, I've spent time with them and learning what goes into commanding the attention of a classroom, the attention of a classroom at that vulnerable spot. And so, um, just learning about educators in general has just been an amazing experience, but they really value when their students come back and talk to their newer, their new students. And so I just, I, I really, I'd really just love to do this stuff. Like, mm, oh my gosh. Tell. I, <laughs> you do this out of her. Yeah. yeah. So when, when I met you, we wanted to give you an award. Yeah. So I, and you were in my son's graduating class. Yes. Yeah. So I reached out to the principal to try to get your email. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, 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 Kate, you need to talk to our publicist. Mm. So I get the, a phone number for the publicist. Do you remember this? Yes. And I think I left a message first. And then she called back. She's talking to me. I said, we have this award. It's at the Angler. It's an Innovation and Education Award. You know, we'd give tickets to her family. You know, to kind of go through this whole thing. And. She was very serious. And, okay, well, let me look at I'm going to have to check her calendar. And then all of a sudden she's like, well, hell, I'm her grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome story. I don't know if she said hell, I added yeah. that. But, um, but she was so sweet. And then yeah. I got to meet her, too, yes. when, when you all came for that yeah. award. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next year, Deja offered to, this past year, give yes. the award to the next student. Yes, Beautiful. yes. Beautiful. So it really is. That is how we lift other women and women of color. Absolutely. We've got to keep looking back and, and helping others along the way. And you are a model for that. Thank you. And I just want to comment <clears throat> such a model that the vice president of the United States, oh, who is yeah. also a model, yeah. um, tweeted about you. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. such a full circle moment, might I add. I don't think I've talked about this with anyone aside from my mom, but Inauguration Day was just such a vulnerable day yeah. for so many people. And I mean, she's black. She's a part of AKA and uh, just like just very just has so many connections to the black community. And so um, that day, I don't know if everybody did this, but definitely within the black community, it spread that like we were to wear Converse and pearls on the day of the inauguration. And so that's what we did. My mom and I bought matching Converse and uh, gray. Gray Gray was all they had, actually, because we were very late. I'm imagining you in a different color, Deja. So, I'm looking at her shoes. I've been commenting yes, on her shoes this whole she's a sneaker queen. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay, I'm sorry. So, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so that was that was super cool. So we, I like Converse wore the and pearls. Con- yeah, we wore the Converse and pearls. And that day as well, I think I was featured in the Gazette or the Press Citizen front page above the fold or the whole page, to be honest, <laughs> a little below the fold as well. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, my mom and I went to dinner to celebrate both of those things and. I mean, like, what, almost a, not even, well, yeah, almost a year later, I mean, to be featured, to be asked to be featured and make a video uh, on her page was just so awesome, which was filmed in Merge, the co-working yes. space. So yes. I stuck in there, not snuck, I had a key, but uh, I was in there, uh, <laughs> this, this is really dark funny, of night. the dark of night, I was, it was like 10 o'clock, I didn't leave until maybe 1130-ish, Um and yeah, fill that video in there. Took a lot of tries. Wow. Took a lot of tries. And what did she say in her tweet? 
Oh, she kind of switched up the message of like with it. Be uh, excuse me, switch up the message between like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just because like the different the audiences yeah. are different. But something of like, here's Deja Taylor. Like, like, like I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know, I don't yeah. know. What does it say, Kate? She's looking it up. Yeah, that was crazy times. Yeah. Do you? So who told you? Who told you? Like the vice president just tweeted about you. How did oh, you know? So many people. So so yeah. So, who told you first? Do you remember the moment you you first? Chelsea heard it? Sims actually told me first. She actually wait no. I think she was one of the people that told me first. I just woke up to a plethora of messages. <laughs> of Your phone Instagram, is up. Yeah, Instagram text message. I mean, I I feel like I've told you this before, Kate. I have like well, I just got a new phone, but my old phone I had like over. 2000 unread text messages and so because so many people would reach out to you yeah between that time of like senior year my freshman year of college because things are still popping off like my freshman year of college as well so um so yeah there's just some people i just hadn't spoken to in years and they found it fit to contact me and i was like uh it's a hard place to be right like all of a sudden everyone wants a little piece of your time and and so i'm actually kind of proud i'm actually really proud of you that you didn't answer 2000 text messages i'm like that now is an example that i would like to live by right like that you don't have to reach back out to everyone that you you had some good boundaries around your time oh absolutely yeah oh well we'll find that we'll We'll find find the tweet tweet and okay. in the show notes. Yeah, and the video sure. too is so good i love thank that you. video thank you um i mean since then you've done aspen ideas with the yes. best and the brightest what was that like aspen was so fun oh my uh, god like who did you meet there who was oh sharing ideas? i met uh the ceo of walgreens a Roz brewer um she's she's a black woman as well mm. which is phenomenal um listening to her speak about her journey and um it's just so great i met bertha coombs uh she moderated the rosalind session as well as uh the session with google's chief health officer as well as the president of best by health so i met Mm. all three of them uh which was so i went to that uh they did a session about digital health and the future of digital health and whatnot so brief little interjection um i commented on the lady's blazer who was in front of me i was like i love your blazer where'd she where'd you get it she got it from banana republic by the way and she's like hi are you deja and i was like well yes i am (laughs) And, and so she she was talking about how she um she was the assistant to the chief health officer at Google. And she's like, I told her about you. We can't make your session. Unfortunately, we're leaving early, uh, but we'd love to connect you to. So I, so she introduced me personally to the entire panel. And Mm -hmm. as I was talking to the health officer at Google, she went around to me and spoke to Bertha Coombs, who CB, uh, CNBC, uh, correspondent and who also, who's also black woman. And, so I saw her in the corner of my eye talking to her. And as I was done finishing my conversation, she came over. She was like, oh, so you're a genius. And I was like, something yes, like that. Yes, I am. <laughs> and, um, and so I was going directly to the the Walgreens session after that. And so um, I stood in line like everyone else. But then Bertha came and found me um, and like took, took me up to Roz. And Beautiful. she was like, this is the person I was telling you about. And I was like, oh, wow. Yes, I am. Sure am. <laughs> So, so, um, so those are some people I met. I met uh, Francis Collins, the former uh, director of the NIH, the National oh, Institute nice. of Health, yeah. and current science advisor to Biden. Um, mm. Oh, I met Avi. Uh, so he was a part of my session. He is uh, 
the kid who created the COVID-19 database that's used all throughout the world. Mm. <laughs> and, um, he was a really cool kid to meet. Uh, also, Gitanjali Rao, she is actually featured in the upcoming, she's actually featured yeah. in the upcoming book with me. She is. So, uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. We're going to talk uh, about it. We're alluding to the, can we go there or do you want to yeah. go somewhere else yeah. before then? Are Did you have a question a about Aspen? Order? No, I just wanted to share that, you know, you are amongst these idea people. The best of yes. Yeah. And what, yeah. what does and that feel like? They're in awe. Like, could you, you feel the energy of the the intellect and the excitement and the vitality? You know, I'm so happy you asked that question because I by no means have I achieved what I want to achieve. Like in my mind, I'm nowhere near that person that I aspire to be. But in that moment, I was like, "Oh wow! Like this is real. Like I am yeah. somebody to be." affiliated with and on the same level with all of the people that were that were speakers i i look relatively young and sometimes even when i'm wearing a button down uh, but people were coming up to me they're like oh like are you a fellow and i'd be like uh i'm a speaker I, my, like, my session is yeah like my session is this and this time and so to be mm. just to be amongst them and to talk with them we had a speakers mixer um i think on like the second day and it was just so awesome to talk to. I mean, I met uh, Maria Shriver. Um, yeah. Just, just so many people. That you do- can hold your own with them. That's yes, why I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, this, oh yeah, this she girl can, can oh, hold her own. Yeah, I can. I can so maneuver beautiful. around any. Thank you. I can yes. maneuver around any room. And uh, I mean, Jerome Adams, who's former Surgeon General. Like we were just shaking hands. They were like, oh, you're this person. I was like, yes, I am. You're this person. And mm, just being introduced so to people all across Deja. the room. That was an experience for the books. That's why I'm so excited when people bring that up because we could talk about Ellen. Like we could talk about all of these other things, but as was where it really clicked yeah. for me that like this is kind of where I'm headed toward and yeah. to to I sometimes don't even realize the, the potential I have which is just a whole other thing but people realize the potential people that I have it. and so to I be invited yeah. to speak at that event was was phenomenal yeah. so yes thank you for yeah. asking that yeah, <laughs> and that brings us to what is happening today as snaps, October snaps. yes no October 11th 11th October 11th, October 11th. there yes. is a big book coming out yes. that you are part of tell yes 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 what it is all right so whew, I am featured in this new book called goodnight stories for rebel girls 100 mm-hmm. inspiring mm-hmm. young change makers and mm. it's very very near and dear to my heart um, for many reasons one of them being there are just so many amazing people in the book that I'm alongside yet again. And it's just, it's so, it's so amazing. I'm just so happy. <laughs> Can I tell the story of why this is important to yes, me? Yes. Uh, so back to like, you know, first, first 10 years, I mean, we moved to Iowa, right? And I went to Hills Elementary and I met this amazing woman. Her name is Kristen Chambers. She's a fourth grade teacher. Um, it still is a fourth grade teacher at Hills. And, oh my gosh, for my 16th, she, I, I know her as like one of the first mentors I met when I moved here. So um, we stayed connected and I've gotten to like watch her kids grow up. She's gotten to watch me grow up. And it's just, it's it's so amazing to, to have that relationship with her. So um, for my 16th birthday, she got me this book called Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, which is the very first volume of the series and less than a little less than three years later um i'm featured in the in the upcoming book 
Again, it, it's, it's oh, just so yeah. full circle because yeah. you're you're also gonna yes. surprise her. I yes, think. I am. So. Yeah. Um, she won't listen to this. No, this before, comes out. Before this the, comes out after. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I've been in, um, in communication with the Rebel Girls Communications Department people, and yeah. So we're gonna surprise her current fourth grade class with oh. signed copies of the book. So oh. I'm like extremely excited. You get to for go that. in. Oh my gosh! Yes. I yes. cannot wait to hear about and this. And so you have so. Some of the other women, just throw yeah. them out. Some of the other girls. Oh, Who are you in there? So, Gitanjali Rao, um, Kiki Palmer, which, oh, amazing. We're both from Chicago. That's my girl. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, Jojo Siwa, uh, Michaela Ulmer, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. She was actually on Shark Tank. She was the young black girl with the lemonade, me, yep. me and the bees lemonade mm. um, company. And so, she's so amazing. We actually got honored alongside each other like six months ago <laughs> so another yeah. uh, nice little full circle moment um it's just so many greta others thunberg. yeah greta thunberg oh, taylor wow. swift is in there as well like beautiful oh, so many people so oh yeah. and you have a big sign book signing event yes tell us when that is october 11th at coralville barnes and noble so bring your little ones yes bring your big selves if you would like like <laughs> yes. please please uh-huh, come uh-huh. okay yeah. so we i think we have two final questions we always yeah. ask one question which i'm gonna let kate Ask, but my okay. question, I mean, I could ask you a thousand more questions, Tasha, because <laughs> you're so fascinating yeah, and so empowering. But like you said a little bit earlier, I know that I haven't tapped my full potential oh, yeah. yet. Oh, yeah. And I would say you've gotten really damn close, but, <laughs> but I get that you, you see that there's a lot of future and there's a lot oh, of yeah. things you want to do. And can you just envision us out about like what what would be your biggest dream like what do you want to do what do you want to accomplish who do you want to be um what kind of legacy i know this is like that's a big word for a 19 year old in terms of like the idea of your legacy but do you have a sense of that i do actually um and i think kate well i don't think kate definitely touched on it a little bit earlier in the fact that i really enjoy giving back and I don't know what I want to do professionally per se. So I'm kind of going to leave that by the wayside for now. Um, but in terms of like what I, w- Man, there's just so many things that I want to do. Um, you got time. Okay. Let's start with the first one. So I want to build some sort of like foundation for young, for young people. And I don't want to say like specifically for STEM because I wasn't interested in STEM really when I was younger. Like, yes, I asked for a suture kit, but like I was more so like on the government policy equity side of it. So it's something that I know that I wouldn't have applied for. Or um, so maybe like something like STEAM or mm-hmm. just like a mentorship program, um, something that I would really love to have. And if I remain in this community, I would love for it to be here. Um yeah, so like that's a thing. Beautiful. I would also, oh my gosh, I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna write so many books. I'm gonna write a couple different books. So mm, you are too. I yeah, know you are. yeah. So I'm excited for my book to come out. I can come back and tell you, hey, I'm having a book signing yes. for my book. Yes, um, welcome back. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, I kind of just put that. No, in there. we're asking you to <laughs> put it out there, please. <laughs> so I would say like those are the main two. Um, still working on that like professional professionally aspect though yeah yeah but I love that you're the top is really how am I going to give service yeah Yeah. service I mean it's just so important as I said like I 
loved doing stuff like this when I was younger. Hands-on activities like beyond uh, like the classroom yes. walls and uh, and so, so your learning has been absolutely all of my learning has been really through extracurricular activities and. I just think it's something that's so cool to to be to be able to be a part of and just say, hey, I did this when I was younger or at the very least, like have that experience and build on it at a different time. And so, yeah, I want to provide that for other kids like me, because I I, like I didn't really have many friends when I was anywhere, really. So Mm -hmm. um, so like having little people knowing that they have that support and like, hey, there's another nerdy kid like me my age. Beautiful. 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 Deja, you know this podcast is called Tender Wild and our goal is to help women rewild. Okay. Right? Help women find their authentic selves and tap into that. We kind of lose that after voice. Yeah. Yeah. And you, what I love is the juxtaposition between that and rebel girls. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because you're the true rebel girl. Yeah. You have found success <laughs> yep. at a very young age. Yeah. You bucked the system. You early did. On. You did. Yeah. So we always ask our guests this question because the, the book that this is based on that our podcast is kind of uses a lot of the ideas from is women who run with the wolves, yeah. which we're going to let make sure you have a copy of. Okay. Thanks. Um, but she, she writes, there are a few precious doors into the world of the wild woman, or in your case, maybe the rebel girl. Uh, she writes, and we're going to see which door is yours. There's four. If you you have, might be more than one. Yeah. Okay. If you have a deep scar, that is a door. If you have an old, old story, that is a door. If you love the sky and the water so much you can almost not bear it, that is a door. Or if you yearn for a deeper life, a full life, a sane life, that is a door. So which door for you do you think gave you kind of the Mm. impetus to be this rebel girl? The latter, the last one. Yeah. Can you read the actual? Yeah. Full life. Yeah. Full life. Yeah. I'd say you're living a pretty full life already. Yeah. Yeah. You're a seeker though. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm. I'm quite literally trying to become something I've never seen before. Ah, oh, so, Deja. Like, yeah. That's the title of the podcast. Yeah. I'm trying to become something that I've never seen before. And yeah. I feel like that resonates yeah. for every woman. Absolutely. On some level. Absolutely. Yeah. <gasps> okay, so, keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just... I've had a lot of resources within, uh, with my upbringing and... I would be foolish to let them swander, you know? So I've, I've used uh, all the resources I've been given up to this point um, to try to make something of it. And I feel so like I'm doing a pretty good job thus yes, far. <laughs> are. So, so that, that really resonates with me, that full, fuller life in terms of, again, I'm, I'm on a mission to become something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And so that in and of itself is, is difficult, but it's fun. It's a learning process. Mm-hmm. I, with all the things that I'm learning within this journey, I'll always have something to fall back on or to learn more about and go a different direction, you know? So, yeah. You are an absolute joy. I love how much uh, joy you amazing. bring. Yeah, and I love, you. I mean, I see it every day because we, I know I want to come, cross. I'm going to come to your office because you I want to see her every day I now because she's infectious. There's something like just, it's, it's true. Joyful and, and inspiring. Like, yes, I'm, you. you know, many, many years older than you. And I'm like, God, I, I want to be so her when I grow up. I want to be her when I grow up. Yeah. So, so thank you beautiful. for sharing, sharing your story, 
your dreams, your aspirations, but also all the success you've already yeah, had at really such a young age. exciting to see where you're going to take all yeah. of this. I know it'll be. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It will be Stick interesting around. and beautiful. We, we <laughs> yes. will. We're going to keep following you. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to put in the show notes where people okay. can find you if they... Do you want people to find you, even though you have 2,000 unchecked text, text messages? <laughs> well, now I only have like four. We won't put, oh, your, we won't, we won't we put won't your number put your in there. Phone. We promise. But, I, but where we can, yeah, they can yeah, find a Instagram. Um, yeah, your Instagram like is great. Any of the what was your Instagram links? handle again? The Head Nerd. The Head Nerd. Okay, I love that. I'm following it right as soon as yes. we get off. Yes, yes, right. yes. Thank, Thank you, Deja you, Deja Taylor. Thank you. I appreciate you both. And now the amazing singer-songwriter, Lissy Morris with Wild West. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Come back and rewild with us again next week. Bye.